Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Just when I thought I was out, the fantasy football and NFL news world pulls me back in. Tony Pollard has been franchise tagged. Derrick Henry is on the move. The Titans going to trade him away. We've got another quick live stream to break down all of this and more. The fantasy football show, ladies and gentlemen. It starts right now, yet again, with more breaking news. File on in. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? We're back for another breaking news uh, episode here because we've got... This is going to be, I think, par for the course for the next couple days. we got more breaking news. This one on Tony Pollard and on Derrick Henry. Let's hit the news desk. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. Tony Pollard has been franchise tagged for $10 million. This man is going to be playing for the Dallas Cowboys in 2023 at that $10 million price tag, which is a hefty amount. And Zeke Elliott is on the verge of being released or at least restructured into a very small deal that will surely put the pecking order uh, very much in front of everybody. And they'll know what to expect walking into 2023. This will not be a a 50-50 timeshare like it felt uh, at times last year. Tony Pollard, recovering from a broken fibula, is on the verge of becoming a top 6-10 to running back in fantasy football 2023. And Derrick Henry's potentially on the move. We got these two pieces of information. Derrick Henry. Pro Football Talk reports the Titans are shopping Derrick Henry. Makes sense for a team that's absolutely uh, just spiraling out of control. Um, They have nobody. They traded A.J. Brown, one of the dumbest trades we've seen in the last 5-10 years for a team that still tried to compete. And now they're trading Derrick Henry away. Understandable given they can't win. Now Derrick Henry, I don't know if he's got a full year of elite production left in the tank at the age of 29. 29 is the new 31. Not even the new 30. It's the new 31. 20 uh, eight is the new 30. So to play at an elite level for 17 games is going to be a very, very tall order for Derrick Henry at his size with his mileage. However, per start, he's still an absolute monster. And maybe there's a chance he delivers a full uh, season uh, and goes to the perfect environment where he can stay healthy or some kind of strange situation like Christian McCaffrey. Keep in mind, we all worried about Christian McCaffrey staying healthy in until he was moved to San Francisco in a very unique and very, very uh, conducive environment to keep him healthy. And, and although there's still concerns about players getting hurt in San Francisco, Shanahan working Christian McCaffrey to death, it was a move that potentially put him in a good prime position to have yet one more elite year, Christian McCaffrey in San Francisco in 2023. Derrick Henry might be the same. Move Derrick Henry to Buffalo. Move Derrick Henry to Cincinnati. Move Derrick Henry to a location like that, and he's going to explode. He's going to explode for the amount of time he's there. Now, again, 
I think if I was owning him in fantasy football, I would tr- probably try to trade him by week 10, 11, 12, just to avoid some sort of breakdown. But if you're an NFL team and you can acquire this man at the cost of what? Probably a second round pick. If we look at what Christian McCaffrey went for, the Niners acquired Christian McCaffrey, one of the NFL's elite offensive stars in exchange for a second, a third, and a fourth round draft selection in the 2023 NFL draft. That is an absolutely insane amount of com- or insanely light uh, trade package and amount of compensation for a player like Christian McCaffrey. So we're looking at no more than that package, probably less for Derrick Henry, who may or may not have the year or two years left on in, in, in the tank. So Derrick Henry to Buffalo, Derrick Henry to Cincy, Derrick Henry to one of these amazing locations. Why? Why do I think he's for sure, if he does go somewhere, for sure going to a very good environment? Because what team is going to trade for Derrick Henry if he's got one or two years left? Let's call it just one, one and a half. Let's say he had one, one and a half years left. Who's going to trade for Derrick Henry if they're not ready to win a championship right now when his window in terms of acquiring him and him producing is very small? This almost guarantees him and protects him into going into a very good situation even though he has no control over where he gets trade. This is not a franchise tag and trade situation like it would be with Lamar. Lamar has total control over where he goes because he has to sign an extension or the team acquiring him won't want to make the trade. Derrick Henry, there's no contract involved. Derrick Henry has to go wherever he's traded, but I believe the team that acquires him would not mess around and trade for him if they didn't have a a shot at a Super Bowl. Maybe this is a Denver type of acquisition as they await uh, 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 a, a returning ACL recovering Javante Williams. And to be honest with you, wouldn't be the end of the world for Javante because Javante is recovering from that ACL tear. I don't know that I, I buy the reports from the GM that he could be ready for week one. And Henry's only going to be relevant for the one year, if that. So I think that it's not a horrible situation long term, I suppose. But it definitely would be something to where I don't, I don't know that anybody would be excited about it from a Javante Williams standpoint. I'm just saying from a Denver standpoint, it, it makes sense. And I don't know that Derrick Henry has got a whole lot left in the tank. Um, I hope we don't see that for Javante at the end of the day. Um, but it is a possibility. A team like Denver, a team like uh, the Chiefs, a team like... Uh, I'm, I'm looking through the standings right now, just picking teams left and right. The Ravens lose Lamar. Or, I'm sorry, uh, the Ravens lose Lamar. They probably won't be interested in acquiring uh, Derrick Henry, but if they kept Lamar, maybe that's an enticing thing to keep Lamar in town. The The Bengals would definitely be interested. Um, Dolphins could be interested in, 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 in at that cost. A second-round pick, Mike McDaniel would pay a first-round pick. Don't tell him, Mike. Don't tell him you'd overpay. But, I mean, can you imagine Mike McDaniel with Derrick Henry? The Buffalo Bills would be interested. I mean, there are a plethora of teams that would be interested in this guy's services. The Saints with the newly acquired Derrick Carr, they could trade for him. Who's not going to trade for Derrick Henry uh, via a second-round pick? Okay, so the only teams that wouldn't probably be a, 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 a lock to be able to participate would be those uh, AF, a, AFC uh, South teams, but no one in the AFC South is trading for him anyway. JT's with the Colts, Damian Pierce with the Texans, Jaguars got ETN, so there's no concern there with a, a conflict of, of division. But the Chiefs, uh, the Broncos, the uh, the Ravens, if they keep Lamar, the Bengals, 
the the Buffalo Bills and the the Miami Dolphins all going to be players in this potential race to get Derrick Henry for what's probably going to be a garbage amount of picks, a second and a third round, measly second and third round pick to get a guy named Derrick Henry for even half a year, for a year and a half. Who knows how much time he has left in the tank. Uh, but but this guy, Tony Pollard, top 6-10 to 10 running back, total moon man extraordinaire. The moon man dropping loads in outer space. Tony Pollard, moon man extraordinaire. We talked about Alave. If you want to hear about Alave and Derek Carr, head on over. Head on over to the live stream we just uh, got off. But Pollard is what we're talking about right here. Pollard to the moon, top 6-10 to 10 running back in Dallas. This franchise tag means they're paying him good money to be the number one. Uh, Zeke Elliott could get cut. And honestly, if Zeke Elliott does get restructured and stays with the team uh, because he has a big dead cap hit, he also has a big salary. He has no more guaranteed salary on the books. No more guaranteed salary means they're going to cut him to free up that salary. But there is dead cap. So with the dead cap, it makes sense to try and negotiate his contract down to keep him versus replace him. Have the dead cap and have to pay another player an amount that would probably equate to the total you know, net loss if they were to restructure him. So restructuring him, him makes sense. And if he gets restructured, guess what? People freak out. Oh, Tony Pollard. Everybody's going to be talking about Tony Pollard right now. In fact, you get on an underdog fantasy promo code Smitty draft right now where underdog matches up to $100 in your first deposit. And you do a best ball draft and Tony Pollard goes up an entire around because people are saying his name people are talking about him he's gonna go up a whole round this this news will make tony pollard climb out an entire round so congratulations to everybody that has been capitalizing on yet again another moon man success story because our moon men are going up in value and i don't want to hear smitty uh, but how does this help me in august if all your moon men keep becoming monsters before august my august draft i'm not going to be able to capitalize that's why you're playing best ball bob at Underdog Fantasy promo code SMITTY. That's why you're trading for Tony Pollard in Dynasty Leagues. Because I'm telling you and alerting you to these monster breakouts and risers. Tony Pollard's a top 6-10 to 10 running back. He's going to do it live. His broken fibula won't hold him back. They franchise tagged him because they believe he'll be healthy. He'll be ready to rumble. And this guy's going to have top 6-10 to 10 numbers in an offense that's proven to be potent in the top five variety every single season. Now, McCarthy's calling plays. Maybe things are a little bit concerning right now. I agree. There are some red flags here, but totally worth it as long as his ADP doesn't climb into some ridiculously high range like round two. Okay, Tony Pollard to the moon. Absolute phenom. This season, this elite season we've been waiting for is on the horizon. We thought it was going to be last year. They used Zeke Elliott. The Ze- oh, back to what I was saying. If Zeke Elliott gets restructured, guess what? The the hike in Tony Pollard's ADP might drop back down to normal, to the to the place it was before today's news, because people are going to think, oh, Zeke Elliott's going to vulture. Oh, they're keeping Zeke Elliott. Negative news. Negative news. Negative Noah's going to see that news. Petrified Peter. Worried William out there. Or they're going to freak out over Zeke Elliott being restructured. So, certain spike in value, an initial spike in value for Pollard with the franchise tag, but eventual potential fall again if Zeke Elliott is restructured. And I'm not worried about Zeke Elliott. He's a shell of his former self. And honestly, a, a rookie like Bigsby that could fall to round three or four landing or, or even like a, a, a Deuce Vaughn landing in Dallas would be worse than having a restructured shell of himself, Zeke Elliott, back. 
backing up Tony Pollard. We're rooting for Zeke Elliott to be restructured. Believe me, you don't want a fresh, hungry rookie sitting behind Tony Pollard potentially tempting this team to use him. You don't want it. Plus, we need somebody to spell Tony Pollard. He's not an 18-22 to 22 carry running back. He's a, a Alvin Kamara type running back. He needs 14-15 carries, 4-5-6 to five, six receptions a game. That's Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard goes to the moon. If you give him that kind of production, to the moon, Tony Pollard. Okay? To the moon. And, and the, uh, lastly on this Derrick Henry piece, Probably getting moved. The, the the sense I get, the the multiple reports, the the vibe I'm getting, the people I'm I I know that that are connected to the situation closer than I am that I rely on are very much telling me this is this is not just smoke. There's very much a, 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 a an attempt to get rid of him at a high cost, similar to the Christian McCaffrey deal, so that the Titans can start rebuilding as fast as possible because they know they're not winning. They know they're not winning. Derrick Henry's shelf life is dwindling as we speak. He's got maybe the year left, and and I think he doesn't even last the whole year. I think he gets banged up because the mileage is too great. However, I think he plays like a baller per start. So even if it's like 7, 10 games, he's going to be elite during that time frame. Maybe he ironically misses a middle portion of the season, is backed by the Super Bowl run for whatever team that acquires him, and he has a relatively decent year from that perspective and inside that context. Derrick Henry on the move. Tony Pollard, a top 6-10 to 10 running back. Franchise tagged. Appreciate you all. I'll see you at 7 p.m. Eastern. Thank you very much. Actually, let's open the phone lines real briefly and take one or two phone calls real quickly. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Derek Lincoln in the house. First in the building was uh, Ramos. Appreciate you, Ramos. Hod Prime, Max. Appreciate you guys all here. Let's do one or two phone calls. Dial into the show. The phone number is right here, 602-635-3664. Let's hear from two, one or two of you, and then we're out of here, and I'll be back at 7 p.m. for our third live stream of the day because that's how we roll because I go live Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm also live whenever news breaks, which was this live stream, which was the live stream that was right before that, which was on Derek Carr and Alave. So we're live whenever news breaks. So if you're new, if you're catching me new for the first time, your boy Smitty goes live whenever news breaks. That's how I roll. I'm also live every single Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. And I'm live pretty much every other midnight uh, Eastern. So I'm live all the time. I'm live more than anybody you know. There's nobody in the fantasy industry or in the NFL news space that goes live on call like your boy Smitty. Nobody. Nobody goes live like I do. Nobody goes live when news breaks. I'm here for you. I work for you. Zeke Elliott. Uh, love Zeke, but it's it's time. Yeah, it's time. Derrick Henry is three years older, plus Titans get ripped off in trades. No way they get a second rounder for Henry. I wouldn't be shocked, Todd. I, I don't want you to think I think a, a second rounder is, is for sure going to happen. I'm just saying the Titans are going to try to get a second rounder. And if there's a bidding war, just like a housing market, doesn't matter what the cost is. If there's a bidding war, that value could easily go to a second round pick. I'm not saying it's going to be a second round pick. I'm just saying if, if Buffalo, Cincy, even KC um, or Denver, uh, because they're worried about Javante, any of these teams may want to give a third rounder. But if all of them are going after it and they see what, what Christian McCaffrey did for the, the Niners, bringing them back to life, they wouldn't have made the playoffs without Christian McCaffrey. A bidding war could initiate a second round uh, exchange for Derrick Henry. Wouldn't shock me at all. Wouldn't shock me if it was a third rounder. 
Ron Navy, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show, pal. How do you how do you like the news so far? Uh, uh, Derek Carr to the New Orleans Saints. That boosts Alave, our moon man. We got Derek Henry on the move. Maybe he goes to Buffalo. Maybe go, maybe he goes to Cincy. We do know he's going somewhere great because no team that isn't ready for a Super Bowl run is going to give up a second or a third round pick for him when he's got a very short one year or one and a half year or less window of time. What do you think about Pollard? What do you think about Henry? What do you think about Derek Carr and Alave? Uh, I think I think uh, you know we we all expected it, and you were right on when you said that uh, Dallas would franchise tag him. <clears throat> I mean, we all know Zeke is pretty much whether he stays there or he's gone. I mean, he's not he's not gonna mess with Pollard. We saw last year the production Pollard had, but even when Zeke was playing, was phenomenal. So, I think Dallas. Um, with their uh, the way they're going, I think I think they noticed Pollard's the way to go. So, yeah, um, Derek Carr. That's that's um, it's great for great know. for great for Alave, man. Alave to the moon. Alave's going to explode. Alave's. Uh, I put him on the Mars man list. One second, let me hit the button, Ron. Hang tight. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars man. Alave's now on the Mars men list. We had to do it. Uh, we have eight guys on the list, five Both of which... dropping and spinning aimlessly in space. Five of which are on the moon men list, so we do have some, some repetition going on here, but it's okay because, honestly, it is what it is. When you're, when you're warranted to go to Mars, you're warranted to go to Mars. Um, there's there's no, uh, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So we got eight seats on the Mars men list. Um, I got to edit this uh, Mars men list, but Ron, what do you think about the Mars men list now? We had to, we had to, we had to add them. We had to do it. Yeah, yeah, you really got to. I mean, he's such a monster, bro. That's good. Um, all right. Yeah, I think um, <clears throat> Derek Carr. I mean, when they started, um, um, I don't know if it was you that said it on a report or if somebody else said they were. Um, redoing people's contracts and they thought they were doing that to make room to sign cars. So that was the first clue that he was going to go to New Orleans. Yeah. They were restructuring contracts down there in New Orleans. So yeah, it, yeah it, we'll to, that was a lot of them on the jets, but Hey, Hey, you've, t- you've talked about, uh, uh, we both talked about Jameer Gibbs or Bijan going to the saints, but now I really feel like this is a possibility because you look at this NFL draft board and the Saints drafting at number 29 and with the possibility of losing Kamara for the whole year or for half a season or whatever, or just getting older. And you got Derek Carr there now for four years. Um, and the fact that they're probably, he's fallen out of favor, Kamara, with the Saints anyway. But New Orleans at 29, maybe they take Jameer Gibbs. And I think he falls. His size will probably concern enough teams that were maybe tempted to go a little earlier than normal. And I think 29, 28, 27, 31, that's about where running backs go in today's running back draft climate. Bijan's different. He's an anomaly. He's not going to reset any of that. He's just going to be the one outlier that goes a lot earlier. But everybody else, Gibbs, next year's draft class, unless there's another Bijan in the next couple of years. Um, that, that, that 27, 28, 29, 30, 31 is where the first RB is probably going to go on the, on the consistent and Gibbs would be perfect at 29 to the New Orleans Saints. It really would. Like, I don't know about initially it might, 
It might be crowded. We don't know if Kamara is going to be there. The Saints could release Kamara if like this case gets worse. We don't really know, but that is an option long term for Derek Carr and the Saints. Uh, Philly, I would love Gibbs in Philly at thirty. To be honest, I'd like that a little more because there isn't an immediate maybe com- competition for carries. But uh, what do you think about New Orleans and what they might do with that twenty-nine pick? Well, I said right from the very early on. Remember, I said Bijan. I thought it would go to New Orleans, so I'm I'm going to kind of stick with that one. They'd have to trade up but, for yeah, sure, but yeah, see, I could easily see Gibbs. I mean, you know, I kind of got to stay with my early prediction, but uh, that's right. You were I you could, were Bijan. I was Gibbs. That's, that's right. I forgot. You were Bijan. I was Gibbs. Uh, Bijan. They could go after Bijan, but they definitely have to trade up. But it's it's definitely a possibility, especially when you got Derek Carr in yeah. the fold and you're aggressive, you're looking to make changes, you're trying to excite your fan base, I could see it happening. But, yeah, if they don't make a trade, Gibbs is the the, the pick or Charbonnet. Charbonnet yeah, may not I, have... I think, Gibbs, I think you're right. I think Gibbs is more up to go there because they don't have to trade up, they don't have to do nothing. They, Gibbs can just fall to them. Um, but, uh, I don't know, I kind of, you know, Dijon, I thought, maybe, you know, so we'll, yeah. we'll have hey, to wait and see on that one. That, that's the next good. Hey, last question. Last question, and then I might, I might, uh, I might take one more call or, or keep you on while we take one more, one more call. Dial in if you guys want to be on the phone. But last question that I want to get your your thoughts on. So this Derek Carr situation, uh, Derek Carr, the excitement behind it, um, the psychology behind watching a player move from one location, exciting gets a new home, gets new wide receivers, success story. How much influence will this have on Aaron Rodgers choosing the Jets over returning to Green Bay? And how much influence will it have on Lamar Jackson being more irritated like Debo was when Debo's situation kept going in a bad direction and he saw uh, Devontae Adams sign and move. He, he get franchise tagged and traded and, and ink a new deal. He saw Tyreek Hill get traded and ink a new deal. And Debo was like, I want that fresh start. I'm I'm irritated. I'm, I don't want to be here anymore. How much does the Derek Carr situation and the, the completion of this, the domino falling, affect Aaron Rodgers' mindset to maybe make a change and Lamar's mindset to force a change? I, I think uh, I think Rogers. I mean, he's got a pick now. He can go to the Jets or he can go to Los Angeles. And I think he was just waiting to see what happens with Derek Carr first. And I think uh, maybe as early as uh, tomorrow, I would guess that he might break his silence and come out and say, "All right, trade me, trade me. I want to go to the Jets or I want to go to." Um, yeah, Vegas. I think he'll pick the Jets. Yeah, I think uh, Aaron Rodgers. So in the Aaron Rodgers situation is so delicate, and, and it, it's such a, uh, it's such a, um, another domino that, that's going to have even a, a, another big impact, you know, across the the league and free agency. But but keep in mind, there's a couple things going on right now. The tag deadline closes. The window closes to tag players tomorrow. Danny Dimes is going to get franchise tagged or inked to a long-term deal by today. Like, by by today. If he doesn't get inked to a long-term deal today, the Giants will slap the franchise tag on him. 
And if the deal's dead, like if they're so far apart, Danny Dimes wants 40 to 45 million. If the team wants to pay him 30 and they're so far apart, they might just slap the tag on him immediately. I think they slapped the, the non-exclusive tag on Danny Dimes because no team's likely to give up two first rounders and sign him to an offer sheet. So they can pay him 32 million versus slapping the exclusive tag on him, which will, it depends on some of the releases and the, the number will get recalculated. But right now the exclusive tag is projected at 45 million. So a significant cost difference. So they'll probably slap the non-exclusive on him. A team can only use the exclusive tag one time on one player during a year. So that means that Barkley walks. Unless they can ink and hurry up and sign Barkley to a long-term deal, and then they can slap the tag on Danny Dimes for 32 mil. Um, either way, mil, uh, Danny Dimes is getting slapped at the tag if they don't come to an agreement. That domino is going to trigger a whole lot of different things. Because if Saquon Barkley becomes a free agent, then the Derrick Henry piece has some moving, you know, there's some moving parts to that. Like, you don't, Derrick Henry looks attractive now to Buffalo, to Cincy, to uh, a lot of these situations. But D Saquon Barkley becoming available might take Philly uh, a Philly direction. Like, who knows, man? Barkley being available as a whole, like, new situation to go, uh, no, new road to go down. I'm so excited to see where Barkley lands. And, and my guess, Ron, and tell me if you think I'm wrong on this, Barkley's going to a better situation no matter what if he ends up leaving New, new York because he has full control. And there's going to be so many teams, the teams willing to pay an RB are going to be teams that see the need for it and the difference maker piece of it. Like, you're not going to have Barkley get offered by Carolina. Well, maybe. I mean, if they brought in Lamar or did something crazy. But, like, Carolina is not going to lure in Saquon Barkley. Uh, a Philadelphia Eagles, a Buffalo Bill team, a Cincinnati Bengal team. These teams need that difference maker. They're watching KC set up to try and run the, the conference, right? So they're like, how do we come in and just knock down KC, knock this giant down to size? Bring in an RB. How does Buffalo get back to what Buffalo was doing uh, a couple playoffs ago where they were balanced and running the ball with Singletary? Even though Singletary's not a, an amazing running back, he was like top five in the NFL in the final eight games that he played, including the playoffs, because they ran the ball and scored touchdowns. So the, the Bills, if they're smart, try and balance this offense out so they can go and compete with KC on a, on a yearly basis. Uh... I guess my question is, Barkley, uh, Danny Dimes, the franchise tag window closing today. Anything on your mind regarding any of that? <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting to have Barkley and Henry both out there. Here's the thing: is I, I mean, there's only a few. I, I don't want I don't want Henry going to Buffalo. I, I I don't like Buffalo's run game. I I think they ruin running backs. I don't think they use running backs the right way. Um, I'd rather see him. Cincinnati would be great. I'd love to see him Cincinnati. And here's another thing. What about Miami Mike getting Henry? What about Miami Mike? Because he'd be cheaper yep. to get. He wouldn't have to give much up except for some money. Come in there for a year. And uh, Ron, did you see my last live stream? Did you see my Derek Carr live stream? No, I didn't. I, yeah, I, so I, I said that very same thing. Derrick Henry, Miami, Miami Mike surrendering a second-round pick. I said, shh, he might give up a first-round pick. Don't tell anybody. Miami Mike is so aggressive. Him getting Barkley or Derrick Henry wouldn't shock me in the least. And I think you're, I think yeah. you're right. I think, I think, I think Derrick Henry for a second-round pick, who's, who's willing to do that? Miami Mike, 
more than anybody, more than any other coach, he's willing to give up a second round pick to get Derrick Henry in there to maybe kind of offset some of the concern with Tua as well. And so I, I totally, totally, that's exactly what I said last live stream. You're dead on. I think Derrick Henry oh. to Miami is 100% in play. I think Saquon Barkley would be 100% in play to maybe go to Miami, the Miami Dolphins, the the Bills, the, the, the Bengals. All those are in play. Barkley to the Eagles. Derrick Henry to the Eagles. I think the Eagles and the Miami Dolphins make the most sense for Derrick Henry and Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I, well, I don't want to see him go to the Eagles either, but um, I mean, he could. <laughs> what you want to see and what could happen, though, maybe two different things. But Yeah, I'd, I'd like Miami and I'd like Cincinnati. Those are the two teams <clears throat> that I would. You know why I like the Eagles to take a pass on this path? Because they have the number 10 and the number 30 pick. I just feel like the Eagles are in good position to get either Charbonnet at 30 or Gibbs at 30 or Bijan at 10 if they want to go bold. So the Eagles have a lot of opportunity to get a cheap running back and, and a guy they can keep for multiple years on a big long run and keep this team together. So I kind of feel like Phillies would be smart to go the rookie route. But I th- I still think if you're you're looking at this thing from the perspective of how do we take KC out, how do we take Philly out, the Bengals and the Buffalo Bills are both going to explore Derrick Henry and Saquon Barkley avenues. I firmly believe that. I firmly believe this is like the NBA in a certain context. It's like let's let's get the biggest superpower super team we can get and let's go after the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, that's what I think everybody's going to be looking to do. Exciting stuff, Ron. I got to run. I appreciate you calling in. I'll be back at 7 p.m. to break down any further stuff. I appreciate the 96 of you in here. Please punch the thumb up button. We only have 36 thumbs up. Those are rookie numbers. Let's pump those rookie numbers up. If someone wants to dial in one more phone call real quickly and talk to Ron Navy and I real quickly, dial in right now as I'm as I'm concluding here, and I'll, I'll let you jump on. But I will be back at 7 p.m. I imagine, Ron, I'll be back again to break more news because I don't think today is over with the Tony Pollard franchise tag dropping that could initiate a couple other tags. And again, Danny Dimes may or may not be any closer to signing his contract extension, uh, his new deal with the, um, or his new deal with the giants. So that tag might get slapped, you know, sooner than later. So, um, I don't know. Well, it'll be an interesting day. I imagine there's a shot. I'm live before 7 PM Ron. I'll see you later, pal. All right. Later. Committee. Later. All right, guys. I'm live again Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. If you're new to the channel, new to the show, please hit subscribe on your way out the door. Please like on your way out the door. And please, uh, oh, hold on. We got to answer this call. Alex Cruz, congratulations on your New Orleans Saints getting Derek Carr. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Alex, how excited are you on a scale of 1 to 10? How excited are you? 11? Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously Derek Carr. I mean, he's not like he's not the best thing out there. Oh, way to sell man, it! Like, way to sell it, bro! Way to way to come in here and just just crap all over your own parade. Um, go ahead. I'm, I'm being realistic, but like like would I like to see Lamar? Yeah, would I like to see like you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I know. But you know, like, bro, bro, it's already done. Enjoy it because because like the thing is like. You, it, it could be a lot worse. <laughs> Derek Carr is like a really good quarterback, man. I mean, look at the Vontae stat, uh, stat line this year. 
How excited are you? From one to ten, it could be worse. It could be worse. Oh, Saints! Yeah, I'd say like a, Saints like, fans. Like, like I, I'd say, I, I'd say, yeah, like like it's up there. It's like eight, eight or above, like eight, nine. You know, I, I think it's really good. Wait, wait, yeah, wait. I mean, I think Chris O'Connor is going to have a big year. He needs to put on some size. He needs to put on some muscle. I think, I think we can definitely win the South now. That's what I'm most excited about. Is like, I think, I think we should be the frontrunners to win the South. Could be worse. I think that. I think uh, a lot, and I, I actually see them drafting a receiver. I wonder where it's going to be, but I definitely see them drafting a receiver. Man, their cars are going to feel real welcome with with those those kind words. Hey, uh, Alex, I'm going to I'm going to be excited for you. Alave to the moon, Alave to the moon, to the moon, absolute monster. Hey, uh, don't sleep on six. Yeah, he's a burner, man, and and their cars to throw it deep. Yeah, he could be a sleeper. All right, bro. I got I got to jump. I appreciate you calling in. I'll see you at seven p.m. Yeah, I'll see you. Derek Carr, ladies and gentlemen, Tony Pollard franchise tagged for ten mil. Zeke may be released, may be restructured. It doesn't matter. And if he's restructured, let everybody get scared and, and take advantage of that fear. Derek Henry probably getting traded for a second, third round pick. My guess is Miami. Ron said Miami. I, I think uh, Philly, Buffalo, Cincy are all in play. But what we, what we do know is that no team that isn't in, in a Super Bowl hunt won't be trading for him because he's got about a one-year shelf life. Aaron Rodgers probably announcing his decision very soon, especially off the back of all this. is going to generate a lot of talk, excitement. Let's go. See you all at 7 p.m. or sooner because I go live whenever news breaks because I go live every time any news breaks to break it down just like this live stream go watch the Derek Carr live stream which was just before this one and I'm live 7 p.m eastern so I'll see you at 7 p.m see you later